art can mean different things to different people. For me, it's all about the joy of creating. So if you draw, paint, write, dance, sing, craft, play air guitar, or even sculpt using nothing but mashed potatoes, consider yourself an artist and join the conversation. For the next half hour, meet the artist, learn about their inspiration, and enjoy the beauty of creativity. Welcome to Art Talk with John Cole Artist. Well, good evening, everyone. It's John Cole Artist, and today is Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023. And boy, I tell you, we've got an amazing show tonight. Uh, we're doing something that I never thought we would be doing. Number one, we're going to have two guests on simultaneously, which we haven't done yet. And number two, um, we're going to be doing a live reading. And of all the people that uh, asked to be read this evening by Christine Cole, who is an intuitive reader and artist. Christina Blue's name jumped out at me. So Christina, I wanted to welcome you to Art Talk. And um, I just wanted to talk a little bit before Christine gets on. So just want to let everybody know how this is going to work today. Maybe I should start with that. So Christine's going to, or Christina is going to give us a little bit of background on maybe why she's interested in getting a reading. And then um, Christine is going to come on in about five minutes. Now, Christine has no idea that you're my guest, which I think makes it kind of exciting. And all she has is the name of a loved one. So why don't we talk a little bit about that? So first of all, Christina, how are you tonight? I'm great. I'm excited to be here. It's good to see you. Oh, it's good to be seen. Thank you. And uh, I'm I'm really excited. I was really excited when I found out that uh, I was picked. Mm -hmm. It's pretty exciting because Christina, Christina, now I'm getting my name and hers confused. <laughs> Christina is such an amazing artist. And she and I have, had, have done a, a few things before, just reading, uh, reading each other's animals and things like that. But to have her do this where she's reading a loved one that's passed and doing mm -hmm. the painting that's come from that is is on such another level. And I, I'm just really excited um, to be able to be a part of it. Well, I, and I know she's excited as well, even though she doesn't know it's you. So again, it's going to be really interesting. Um, so yeah, when we when, when you first, um, you know, when I saw your name pop up there, and again, it's, this isn't to slight anybody else. Um, you know, I had to make a decision. And again, your name just seemed to jump out at me. And I think originally you had suggested your mother, right? Yeah. So when I read your post asking um, who would be interested and I, I immediately thought of my mother, I adored my mother and she passed about 12 years ago, I think. And so I, I wrote her name down and that's been what, two or three weeks ago. Right. And so when you contacted me more recently, and said that I was picked. Um, a couple of days after that, just sort of out of nowhere, I I, I thought about my, my father and my brother both. And I hadn't been thinking about the broadcast or anything, so I thought it may have been sort of a guided moment mm -hmm. that they right. came up. And they both have the same name, um, senior and junior. And I would love to hear from either or both of them um, my father and I didn't have a great relationship right. and 
so there may be some some things there that would would clean that up or a little bit mm -hmm. um, and then my brother <laughs> was was wild and crazy and I adored him he he just um he was he was gay and this was you know 80s and he he got AIDS and wasn't alive at a time that they could really do much about it. Right, right. Um, but he was an artist. Any kind of medium you can think of, he dabbled in. And I always wonder what, you know, what he would be doing today. Um, so, and I know you said you gave Christine just the name. Right. And what, what was his name? Um, it's Raymond Paul Borgi. Okay. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see who comes through. Right. Yeah, folks. So we did, and this isn't to throw Christine, who's doing the reading off, but um, I thought it would be interesting since they both share the same name to just mm -hmm. give her the name. So um, when we talked before the show, one of the things that we addressed was a lot of times when folks receive information you know, either one of two things is going to happen. It's it's going to strike you right away, like, oh, my heavens, that's who this is. Or it's going to be like, oh, boy, I don't know if that really fits, you know. And a lot of times when that second part comes up, it doesn't really fit. Folks after the afterwards will make a connection with, oh, you know, I forgot about this or that. So so what I what I guess I'm saying is that, you know, with this particular process, we don't know if everything's going to strike right away, but 99.999% of the time, um, the folks that get readings from Christine, it does set with them, if not immediately after. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see how this goes. Now I can see that Christine right now is in the waiting room. So I'm going to go ahead and bring her on the screen. Now, folks, I know I see a couple of you already making comments, and I really appreciate that. But what we're going to do is we're going to wait until after the reading, and then I'll go through the comments. And if you have questions, I ask that you ask them, because this is such a fas fascinating topic. And I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised at how the art of this communication actually works. So with no further ado, Christina, I'm going to bring Christine on. So here we go. Hey, Christine, how are you? Hi, beautiful souls. How are you? Very well. So you you remember Christina, right? Yes, it's been too long, my friend. Yeah, far too long. So what I was explaining is that um, what I'm going to do is I'm basically going to turn it over to you, Christine, because I know that you I, I didn't give you the name until about 15 minutes before the broadcast started. You had no idea who you were going to be reading for, and trust me when I say, although Christine and I share the same house because we're married. I tried, well, I didn't even try. I, I made sure that nobody knew what was going on. As much as she knew was a whole bunch of people had said, I want to participate. So she had no idea uh, that it would be Christina. And of course, she doesn't know anything correct about the name that we provided, Christina. Okay, so Christine, I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you. And again, Christina, if you want to comment during, by all means, do so. I'd like this to be kind of a conversation. Um, and then afterwards, we'll, we'll see how it how it went. Okay, well, I'll turn it over to you, Christine. Thanks. Thank you. Hi, Christina. How are you? I'm excited to be here. 
I'm excited to have you here. I'm so surprised because <laughs> like he said, I didn't even know who signed up for it. I wasn't looking at any of it. So I'm so happy to see you. So when I first connected, I definitely got a sense of instant peace. And the image that was given to me was this fountain. I don't know if you can see it. So it was like a very, um, the, the what comes to mind for me is like a very Tuscan kind of feel, a very um, like old world type feeling. And that's why I got the yellows and it's that mm -hmm. very rustic feel. And like this fountain was just shooting up and overflowing and it was very peaceful. Now, the first thing that came after that was almost like it was a Mexican feel. Like I was getting images of like on I Love Lucy when they go back to Cuba with the big hat sitting in the chair, kind of leaning up against the wall kind of feel. But then mm -hmm. kept coming back in too at the same time. So I was kind of getting both images. Does any of that make sense? Um, it, so first, I I should probably tell you, um, there's two Ray Borgies. Okay. Junior and senior. Okay. So my father, who passed probably 12 years ago, and um, he was born in 1921. So he's, and this kind of feels more like my brother, who okay. passed in maybe 1990. I think he was maybe 35, but he was an artist. Um, and I, I explained to John that he had, um, he was gay. He did get AIDS at a time when that was not survivable. Mm -hmm. um, and that feels like him coming through. Okay. Um, did he have anything with the back of the head, like right here? Because I was getting this sharp pain, almost like a stroke or something. One thing with the back of the head, almost like something happened that almost paralyzed his right side. I think that was probably after um, <clears throat> he had AIDS and it was the, the it's like Carposi sarcoma, a lot of them would get the, the spots on their skin and everything. He actually had it internally and that was, it was probably in his brain and everything too. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's probably what that was. But he he loved to travel and and things like that. So I'm thinking that that's him. And the the fountain was just his kind of his flamboyant personality, I think. And the other image that I was getting, I kept getting like this like old fashioned like or this like 1950s kind of like carnival kind of scene. And it was like the strong man with the big curly mustache and he was like lifting the barbells and so I don't know if there was something related to the carnival or if he had some sort of connection to that but that's the image that he was showing me I'm trying to decide if that's I almost feel like both of them are there and kind of felt like, you know, my dad carried a lot of weight. 
but that was what he was supposed to do. That's how he was raised and that's how, how whatever. Um, I mean, it kind of feels like they're both there. I don't know if that makes sense to you with what you're getting. It does make sense because I keep getting two different sets of images that don't seem to be connected. Like I said, like one was I'm getting Tuscany, the other one I'm getting the Mexican, and then I'm getting the carnival. And then it's like everything's like, it's almost like seeing one of those, um, you know, those wheels that they would put pictures on and then they would spin it. Yeah. And it would make it almost mm. like a carousel and you'd see the horse go up and down. That's kind of what I'm getting. I'm also wondering too, so I didn't grow up with him. So he was, most of my siblings are quite a bit older. So he was 13 or 14 years older than me. So when I was little, that made him, you know, you know I was five by the time he was out of the house and he was already gone. So a lot of the stuff growing up, I wasn't really a part of. And I think that a lot of, you know, some of the stuff that they did. Also, when you said carnival, I know that because I have four siblings and I know that that they, the four of them went and did, you know, went to the World's Fair and went to those things. And that was kind of also something that I was getting because it was almost like they raised, that family got raised and then I came along. <laughs> um, but I think that was when the family felt really close, maybe. It was a unit. I feel like he had a special connection or a special fondness for you. It's like, I may not have been there, but you were always with me. Like that's the, like, I see this like light connection between your two hearts. And it's like, it's like he carried you with you, carried you with him always. That's really nice to hear. We loved each other but we clashed a lot. <laughs> he pushed my buttons, you know, so um, we probably push each other's buttons, but he was good at pushing buttons. Um, but yeah, when I was old enough to spend time with him, you know, but because like I said, he was already, he was already gone by the time I was little from the house mostly, but, and then he moved to a different city and then um, across the country, but I spent time with him when I could. But yeah, we love each other a lot, but there was always a little bit of a, I love you, you drive me crazy, get away from me. <laughs> I feel like that was his way of trying to build you up. Like it was his way, it's almost like putting that diamond, that coal under pressure, that diamond. So I feel like that was his way of doing that. And this may sound weird, but I heard my cute little Sputnik <laughs> or my little Spunky or something like that. My little Sputnik. He said he sees you. He watches you and he guides you. He's not... It's like he's there to inspire you. 
Does that make sense? Do you like feel his presence around when um, you're sometimes, yeah. And he comes through in my dreams a lot. I'm like, still? This has been 1990 or so since he passed, so it's been a minute. And he still is in my dreams. But I was actually wondering if like I've been inspired to do different. I want to say crafty things. <laughs> and I, I kind of always wonder if that's him coming through. Yes. I would love to be an artist, but I'm not. Unless, unless, I, unless you talk to John, um, then maybe I'm an artist. But like right now, I've, I've lately been inspired to do several things with different kinds of media. And I was actually been, have been wondering if if he's he's around for that because I know he'd, he'd love it. That's his way of talking to you. And he, he's like, when he's in your dreams, he's like, you're not fully paying attention to what he, the message he's trying to give you. He, he's like, you're there, but you're not quite there. It's almost like, yeah, okay, I hear you, whatever. Blah, 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 mm -hmm. kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he is there inspiring you to do that art because he's like, you're so much more than you give yourself credit for. He's like, you're at such a level that is so profound and that is so life altering and changing for so many people. You just don't see it. Ugh, chills. Yeah. I don't know how I would see that. <laughs> <laughs> he sees it in you and he's trying to inspire you to tap into that aspect of yourself. Chills. That's exciting. That means a lot to me, really. He's like, just, Quiet your mind and just listen and hear me and hear my guidance, hear my direction. Okay. I'm going to try and do that more this, this week, especially I have got, got a few projects that have been bouncing around in my back of my brain. So I'll see if he wants to pull them out with me. <laughs> it's like, he's showing me, you kind of like standing in water and it's like up to your shoulders and just your head's above the water and you're just kind of standing there. Like almost like your feet are stuck in the mud and it's like holding you in that space. Does that make sense? Yeah, and this is why I brought the Kleenex just in case. <laughs> no. He's like, you... There's so much fog in front of your face that you can't see what's right in front of you. Like that, that. Okay, so now he's showing me like you're on land, right? Your feet are still stuck in the mud, but you still have that water and there's like this fog all around you. And if you could just like, and get rid of that fog and move it, you'll be able to see everything that is meant for you. Everything that's just literally right in front of you, waiting for you to accept and receive it. Yeah, I very, I, I really feel like, actually I felt like it for years, but um, the, the heaviness, and uh, being stuck. <clears throat> so 
I'll try. I'm going to try and trust what what he says, and and I think if I can, you know, do some crafting and try and you know still myself and just tune into him and and not and let go of everything else, mm -hmm. so it's not present at the same time. But because I don't see a way to, you know, you carry something with you for so long, you don't see a way to not carry it with you it's almost like this is just me and so <laughs> i don't know i can let it down or i don't know i can go away so he says it's all an illusion he's like it's as simple as just moving forward it's as simple as taking that first step forward and trusting Yes, it's going to be scary. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. But if you trust that he's there with you, supporting you, and you just keep taking those steps forward, have you stopped your animal communication? You need to pick that up again. Mm -hmm. That's like your heart and soul. That helps you to connect to your heart and soul. I'm getting a lot of chills. But you need to reignite the animal communication because it brings you to that space of connecting to your higher self and it lights you up. It, it gives you that, that it energizes you. It gives you that boost, that, that um, momentum. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know that if I'm going to do a reading, I, I do set everything aside and center myself and get, you know, get everything aligned so that I can be in the best possible place to give the, you know, you know, it's like to, to, to do the best reading that you can do. And so without the impetus to do that for like, just to do that for myself, I don't even think to do it. <clears throat> he's, he's showing me like this, line in crowd it's almost like being at a sold out concert there are so many animals out there waiting for you needing you calling out to you saying i need your help i need your help to make these connections with my human with my family and some of them are are in shelters some of them are with family some of them I feel like are on the street right now. And it's like they're they're sending their energy out, calling out to you like we need you. He's showing me once you make that connection it again, it's almost like and I probably already said, it's like almost reigniting you, waking your soul up, waking up your spirit, because I can see the circle of energy, this white light just spinning around you, not in like a chaotic way, but in a flowing movement. Because mm -hmm. that's part of the being stuck in the mud. There's no, there's a stagnancy right? Um, that I definitely feel. And he says, you deserve 
that for yourself just as much as those animals and humans do. You are just as worthy and deserving of that sense of peace and groundedness and connectedness to yourself and to that higher power, however you associate with it, whether it's universe or God or whatever. He's here reminding you. He's here reminding you that yeah. this is meant for you. You are here in this world to do this work, not just for yourself, but for the rest of the world, because it's a ripple effect. It ripples out. You touch one soul, one spirit, and it ripples to so many others. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I think I needed to hear that. Mm -hmm. Do you have any questions? No, no. All right. Well, you know what? That was um, that was powerful. And, you know, what I'm going to walk away with this as the third party, you know, watching this take place here is how strong, Christina, your spiritual team is. You know, um, whether or not it was your dad or your brother, a combination of both, um, you've got, well, you've got people here in the present that care about you and you have people on the other side that, that care about you. And I think, you know, with what Christine was saying about the animal communications and you talking about these artistic crafty projects, you know, as, as an artist myself, and I, and I'm, I'm not going to speak for you, but I'm sure it's the same thing. When you, when you're involved doing an artistic project or you're doing the animal communication piece, you're really not you anymore. Or maybe I should instead say you're almost channeling something greater than you, you know, even if it's whether or not it's a painting or whether or not it's, you know, um, some other thing, there's something, it's almost like an experience. And I think that that sounds to me like what your brother is saying to you, right? Is you are different from other people, yet you're the same, right? But, yeah. but you, but you have these, you have these talents and gifts that maybe need to be explored a little bit more, or you know, as other as, as somebody else I know would say, you just need to pivot a little bit, mm. and then things will you know, blossom. I mean, that's kind of a weird word to use, but. Um... And I think, you know, you say you're, it's almost like you're not you. And in some ways I think it's, it's almost like you're more you because you're not. For me, it's almost like you have all this radio chatter or something going on right. all the time. And if I'm doing a reading, I have to not have that i have to because right. for that and and i think you know if you really are are in the midst of, of doing your art or something like that so that that takes focus and it's all one focus and you don't have all the extraneous noise um yeah i like i like that definition much better than what i said so thank you for that i love that <laughs> I, I think it's it's kind of both things but maybe you're it's you're channeling yourself Mm. What you're doing is you're co-creating with your higher self. 
with the divine. So when you get into that space, you're tapping into that part of yourself that's real, that's your true essence. And your true essence is coming through you onto whatever it is that you're creating. Big chills. And that's true for the animal communication as well. So it's almost like I was feeling like your art was your art, (laughs) your heart was opening up and it looked to me almost like the sacred heart, you know, how it has all the rays and it's all beautiful and bright. And I was getting that you're very angelic and it's like doing the art is seems to be, or how I'm interpreting it are the steps those small steps to take to get back into the animal communication because it brings you back to that space. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Awesome. So I will um, bring up a couple comments. Uh, Megan Kidd said, hey, friends, so excited for this. Hey, Megan. Megan, uh, I'm wearing your bracelet you made me. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Beth is on. She says, hello, creative souls. Hey, Beth. Uh, Michelle Sullivan. Wow. This is so powerful. And it really was. I mean, um, Thank you, Michelle. this is a pretty, pretty amazing thing. And, and then Beth uh, has a follow-up comment, very powerful, very healing. Um, and I sure hope that it to you, Christina gave you a little more knowledge perhaps about yourself. And really, I think the fact that People may be gone in the physical world, but they're really never gone, you know, and I think that that's something that some people strongly believe others might be a little more skeptical, but I think the bottom line is believing that is an extremely powerful thing and knowing that is even more powerful. And I don't have any doubts, you know, and I think that what Christine was able to do was at least say, hey, you know what? You might feel him. You might think that you feel him while you're doing certain things, or mm-hmm. think of him from time to time. But the fact of the matter is, he's there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So. All right. Well, um, Christine, um, do you have anything else? I was. I actually no. Scratch that. Not do you have anything else? Um, I was just hoping that maybe you could explain to our audience a little bit about, you know, how this process works for you. Um, I think we might have talked about it a few weeks ago during the podcast that I had, cause you were on earlier, but, but how does this work for you? Um, you connecting up with basically just a name. Cause all we gave you was a name. How does that, how does that kind of work for you? I really was able to start doing this work um, because of being in animal communication and learning how to connect with the essence of an animal or a human or any soul uh, through telepathy, and I get a lot of imagery and uh, feelings, mm. and um, and that's why I do the initial sketch because that always means something. Not always right away, but it's always going to be a representation of the communication that I was able to give to you and your loved one on the other side. And it's really just getting getting myself out of the way, my human side out of my brain, like Christina was talking about, connecting with my higher self and allowing 
my higher self to connect with that soul. And it's just, it's almost like these floodgates open for me and all this information just starts coming in. Sometimes it's really quick and I'm like, Ooh, you got to slow down. <laughs> and sometimes it, it just goes at a more easeful pace. Um, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> it does. It does. It does. So when you, um, and, uh, I knew this was going to happen. I mean, we just sped through that 30 minutes like nobody's business. Um, but I, as far as your, um, and this is just, this is an, this would be an interesting question to ask. When you do that initial sketch, um, like you had this Tuscan idea with this waterfall or fountain rather, right? Which again, might not set perfectly with Christina at present. It, it actually, I really resonate with with fountains and waterfalls which is interesting because i really am afraid of water in other circumstances oh. i've almost drowned so many times in this lifetime i can't tell you but um but i really but i i really love fountains and and like little flowing creeks and okay waterfalls so that and it really helps me be centered so that was a perfect um. Um, that was the perfect vision for that. Yeah, it sounds like the imagery was designed to mm -hmm. remind you of that. So it, it's basically him giving me an image that she's going to connect with. So she knows that I'm connecting, sorry, chills, with her loved one. Oh. This, this is so she, because she connects with fountains and flowing water. This is something that she's going to recognize and be like, "Oh, I love water." I see. I didn't know I was talking to Christina today, and mm -hmm. I didn't even know you liked fountains and flowing water even before now. <laughs> and this is why I didn't want someone that I knew because I didn't want a lot of information in advance because that way I knew this was more from the divine and I wouldn't question mm -hmm. it and I, I could trust the information. And that's why I, I asked for a name and a name only. That way I don't have any biases or any anything. It's just strictly the connection with me and that soul. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. So because um, if you know I know what the readings if, if you already know a person or an animal a lot you can right. kind of question this. Is that me thinking that or is, am, I, am I getting that or is that me thinking that? Because right. and me having been a vet tech, I, I sometimes have to double check myself. Is that me thinking as a vet tech about this issue or is that something I'm being given? So that mm -hmm. only makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, well, in closing, I've got, there's two comments here from Michelle I'd like to put. Uh, the first one is, I think for me, it gives me hope as I continue on in life. Oh, that's beautiful. And she says to be able to connect with those who are not now with me. And I think that it does. So I'm going to ask both of you, um, and Christina and I talked a little bit about this uh, before we went live, but I would love to have you both on again, maybe in a, you know, three or four weeks to kind of see how you're feeling, Christina. Um, and then of course, to see how your art progresses, Christine, I think that would be an amazing thing to see. Or would you both be willing to do that? Uh, maybe sometime in October, if that works? Oh, yeah. I'd love that. Okay, great. All right. Well, uh, I want to thank you both. Christine, thank you for taking the time to do this reading. And Christina, thank you for 
being here and being so vulnerable and authentic with us. Um, I know it's a difficult thing to talk about sometimes. And sometimes I know it's difficult to hear things. Um, but I think ultimately it's going to lead to an additional level of healing that I know we all need. And hopefully it's a, it's been a benefit to you. And I just want to thank you, Christina, um, for being vulnerable and coming on here and allowing me to connect with your loved ones. And I am so sorry for your loss. Yep. And I love you very much. And thank you so much for, I, I feel like my brother really pushed through so that you got my name. And I, and we switched from my my mother to another name, and I'm just really grateful that to have you two beautiful souls to play with here. No, thank you. And I just, I'm really grateful that I was able to do this, that you were able to do this for me. Oh, it was a little bit scary to be honest. <laughs> I didn't want to get on here and start bawling, but you never know. No, you held up well, Christina. So, um, so Christine, how would folks get a hold of you? They can either email me at soulpainting72 at gmail.com or they can go to my website at noelchristine.com. Awesome. All right, folks. Well, again, thank you very much. And for those listening uh, live, I appreciate your comments. And for those that are listening to the replay or listening to the podcast on one of the major podcast networks, which I hope you are. That would be awesome. Uh, thank you all uh, for joining us. Next week, I'm going to have on Tabitha Robinson. She is a podcaster from Canada, and I had the pleasure of talking with her a few, I want to say maybe five or six weeks ago. And um, I'm looking forward to having her on, and we're going to talk all about the art of podcasting because there's a lot to learn. So a um, couple last-minute comments. Beth says, thank you all. Great broadcast. And Megan writes, Christine has done a reading for five fam for my family, so healing. So oh, thank you, Megan. Beth. Thank you, Beth, Michelle, and everybody else watching. Until next time, um, talk to you next week. See you soon. Thank you so very much for joining me on the Art Talk podcast, where it's my goal to bring artists together to talk about their craft. If you'd like to join me for a conversation, please reach out via email at johncoleartist at gmail.com or by visiting my website at johnrobertcole.com. So until next time, keep crafting, painting, and inspiring others with your creativity. You make more of an impact than you know. See ya.